0: Welcome everybody. Welcome back to the Motive Podcast, where we want to help you solve life's hardest problems and like the way you feel. All right. I I say that sounds so like, (laughs) I like the way you feel. We we do want you to like the way you feel. (laughs) I just don't want to sound cliche. Totally cliche.
1: Uh, That's good though. I like the way I feel. Yeah, I like the way I feel too. (laughs) I'm happy to be here.
0: And this is addiction part five, our final thing. We weren't going to do it but then we said no way we need to yeah this, and needs this to is happen. probably going to be the most important one we'll see where it goes i'm not making any promises here because <laughs> this is
1: this one's the most applicable for a, i think for a lot of people
0: so we're this one's going to be about this the, the person yep. who is supporting or trying to help or is yep. married to or loves the person that is addic- having going through an addiction and what to Kind of just tips, helps what to do, and yep. And uh, I'll be flat out honest with you. I don't have anything written down, and that's okay, and Bree's <laughs> got a lot of questions, and we're just going to go, it, it might kind of feel a little, like, all over the place in some ways, but that's okay, because yeah. we just want to attack multiple angles yep. to help support you, if this is, which we assume would actually be quite uh, quite a few of the people that are listening would be yeah. more in the, in the what in we would the consider, like, the role. responsible, supportive role. Yeah. So
1: So then let's start with a broad. So if I find myself in um an intimate relationship, intimate being close, you know. Yeah. With someone who's struggling with addiction, then how do I support them? I think that's you know, let's go through some of those things. Do I <coughs> enable them? Do I check them into th- <laughs> rehab? Do Don't I enable them? You know, so let's go through some of those things. So let's yeah. start with Okay. I know that's kind of broad, but l- let's just pick into it and we'll just go from there.
0: Okay. Let me give you a, sh- a quick story. So a few years ago, <clears throat> I'm in San Francisco at a, at a very, at an intensive anxiety training. And, uh, for David Burns is the guy who put it on. He's one of the world's world's best at anxiety. I love the guy to death. He's funny as ever. And, uh, he, uh, he, we were talking about addiction and he talked about how some methodology that has to take place but he looked at all of us therapists there was like 60 of us in the room and he said he said i promise you that 95% of 95% of therapeutic failure with your clients has to do with y- your desire to help hmm. and he looked at all of us and he said the problem with therapists is they they want to help
1: and not Watch and their and they're not fail. willing
0: to do their, ther- their own therapy mm-hmm. in allowing their clients to fail. Mm-hmm. And their ego is too in place that so they need their clients to do well and, and and they just have to help.
1: Gotcha. Makes sense.
0: And that changed my life forever because I, whenever I'm challenged with something, especially in like my career like that of, you know, if 95% of therapists are, are failing because of that, then like I'm going to attack this now. Mm-hmm. And so addiction and in, addiction invites uh, anybody that's around them to have to do that work. Yeah. And what that means is you have to be willing. You have to you have to look within yourself and stop and and be willing to stop helping. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean permanently, but it means until said person is completely willing to change and and almost begging for it. Yeah you helping them will be what will enable them. Yeah. And so now when people come into my office, it's a very common conversation where they'll come in and say, you know, let's just, again, I'm struggling with pornography, I want help. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, "Well, why do you why do you want help?" and I like, go, well, "I've been struggling with it for a long time. You know, it's just a really bad thing in my life." And uh and excuse me, I got a cop. And uh and I'll say, "Well, hold on here. Why why would you want to give it up?
2: Mm -hmm.
0: And they're like, what do you mean? I said, well, why would you want to give up pornography? I mean, look, it's like amazing. (laughs) And they'll look at me like, what the heck? (laughs) You'd have had this conversation. Exactly. (laughs) And I'll say, well, it's, it's pleasurable. It's, it's, it's something that it, it helps you finish your day. It's something that calms you. It's something that helps you feel good. It feels, you know, feel pleasure. It's secret. It's something you don't have to tell anybody about. It's something, you know, it's an it's in a, and it's also something it's new mm-hmm. like you can find new stuff all the time why would you just why would you give that up and then em, always they sit there in silence yeah like what <sighs> and and for the first time because when i usually ask well why would you why would you want to give it up they're usually they're usually like yeah i mean i i just don't want it anymore and they, they're unwilling to get honest with how much they actually do want it. Yeah. And it's it's really the ego, like their ego is holding them back from being able to say, I like it. Mm-hmm. They don't want to socially admit that. Mm-hmm. And so as long as people are trying to help them to get better, to give up something that they really secretly love. Yeah. It's not going to make a difference. It's not going to make a difference. So as, a, as somebody that's supporting, you have to choose what you're willing to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you're a wife and you just don't feel like you want to be super, like you don't want to be the accountability person, you don't want to be, you don't want to hear all that you're going through your own like betrayal trauma type stuff, possibly. Yeah, I get it. Um, but until that person has become extremely honest with you about why they like or what's going, like what why it's there in their life, mm-hmm. they're not going to get better.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: So how does this? What does it do for you? So this means that if I could give you any advice. It is to be someone who is worthy to be turned to by the person. Yeah, and that worthy was a, being
1: not judgmental. That was a thought I kept having because I think as we think of addictions and you're like, oh, you look on the streets and you think that person's an addict. And and automatically you judge them. You know, yeah, you look at pornography. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh, I can't believe you do that. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And so we, we automatically judge people for their addictions. Yeah, And so yes. that was a thought that I had too is how... So how do you let that go?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's understanding it. I hope these podcasts can help Mm -hmm. Um, understanding that it's something that's been learned and that, although let's just say if it's a sexual thing, it's easy to take that very personally, especially if you were like married to that person. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that there isn't something there, but it does. Most of the time it means it's something that's been learned. Mm -hmm. And so separating person from behavior is crucial. Yeah, that makes sense. Um I say often that explanation isn't justification, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean explanation isn't real. Yeah. Um if we had a podcast with Adolf Hitler sitting here, we would we could actually if we asked the right questions, we could he could probably explain why he did what he did. Yeah. And it wouldn't be that confusing. Yeah. It doesn't justify it, yeah. but at least it's it's, it's explainable. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people in, in support roles are so hurt or they they're in their own shame they're Mm -hmm. taking it personally that they 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 can't even they haven't allowed themselves to hear the explanation yeah and the person knows that
1: yeah that makes sense the
0: person knows that they feel it it adds to their shame as well Mm -hmm. which then induces secrets
1: so is it helpful then to find someone who's outside of your intimate circle for for anything any kind of recovery so if i'm like we've talked about, if I'm married to someone who's struggling with an addiction, is it better then for me not to be their mentor because I'm so personally invested? It that just way? Depen-
0: It kind of depends on who you are and knowing how to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I tell people often that if you become their parent, yeah, you're in trouble. Yeah, that's called being over responsible. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing more common in addiction than finding. I, if someone comes in and says, I have an addiction, I, I can easily say, okay, who's the over-responsible person in their life? Yeah. That makes who's sense. Who's the one that is covering the consequences uh-huh. of their decisions? Mm-hmm. Who's, who's, who's minimizing them more? Who's, who's, who's not letting them have the full force of their decisions. And so, so it's up to you. It gotcha. really, if you can ha- if you're someone that can handle mm-hmm. and you want the truth and you want those details, cause it helps you to love them. Yeah. <laughs> To love them, not to pin them down, yeah. Not to see, I told you so, and to then take their vulnerable things and crush them with it. Mm-hmm. Then yes, because I, I, if think you that can't would be so honor hard. that, <laughs> if you can't honor that, then no. Yeah, you need to let somebody else do that.
1: So, do you need to come into therapy as well? Yes. Is that helpful?
0: Yes, and that's not a setup question. Like, yeah, it's,
1: yeah, and like separately,
0: even it's like one or two, just to help you understand. What I often do is I become. I I love those sessions almost like they're like favorites. Do you of do mine. It separate from
1: mm-hmm. uh, so they're it's by themselves? Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. it's not
0: always right, but like f- yeah, let's just, if we just take someone who came in and said my somebody that I love is struggling. Um, a lot of the time, what that session becomes is me teaching them who that person is on the inside. Yeah, Which so I, think I is take really on this powerful. like empathic face of mm-hmm. this is this is likely the why.
1: So they see the person, not the addiction. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And so maintaining that sense of human in them, in your own perspective, is the work of the, that's been handed to you. Mm-hmm. And obviously you can choose to say, I'm out and I don't want to. I just believe that that challenge is a, is a human challenge of all, for all of us, no matter what the problem is, is to maintain always seeing people as brothers and sisters and human. Yeah. Um, and so the work that you will now be required to do that you didn't ask to do mm-hmm. can feel very, make you very angry yeah, and frustrated yeah. and like, what the heck? I did not ask for this. I can just promise you though, that'll make you a better person. Yeah. It'll make you, it'll make you more intelligent and make you more emotionally intelligent. Um, if you'll, if you'll do that.
1: Yeah. So what about then if you have a situation where, uh, say it's a family member and you yeah. feel like as a family you need to have an intervention. Is that helpful?
0: Depends. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like you're going to take the person, and they've got to get into therapy or get into rehab, mm-hmm. if it's substance abuse, for example. Yeah. I feel like that's a common thing. Yeah. That you have a family, you have this person, it's becoming a drag on the family. They're bouncing from house to house or whatever, right. taking advantage, of the, and so the family wants to have an intervention. Yeah. Do you take that and, and have an intervention and force that person into therapy?
0: It's hard, right? Because again, what did I start this with <laughs> As, until the person is yeah really wanting it? Um, but at the same time, the, what's the other option? Death. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess it right. depends on where they're at. And for a lot of those times and in interventions, that's why, mm-hmm. that's why the interventions come up is because death is literally like, uh, might be the next step mm-hmm. for that person. And so, so in doing that intervention, you, you better accept big be, before you do so that you will likely be hated by them mm-hmm. for a long time. Yeah. Cause and, they'll blame you for
1: it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And you will just accept the fact that, that I'd rather have them hate me and be alive than dead. Yeah. With, especially with drugs. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, so accepting that's going to be crucial and knowing that that's still the the choice of integrity that you're making mm-hmm. of like, of that I will choose to hold someone accountable before I will simply try to make them feel comfortable. Yeah. Which is really the role that you get put in, mm-hmm. in all honesty, right? Is I told you in the beginning, and I don't, I want to go back there of being the safe, being a safe person someone can turn to is everything. Yeah. But then, but then that's also a huge
1: responsibility to bear too.
0: it is a huge responsibility But it's not as big as as you think Mm -hmm. if you avoid helping. Gotcha. Because hearing isn't helping the way most people see helping. Most people think of helping as fixing. Yeah. Whereas holding someone accountable after they've opened up to you is your decision that you get to make. Mm -hmm. And you can tell them, you can say, listen, you opened up to me, but if you're not willing to... I need I need you to be willing for me to hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. And if they say no, I'm not willing to. That's when you do, the only thing there is to just be vulnerable and say you have no idea how much that hurts. Yeah, you can't control them, mm-hmm. and, and and tell them how much it, you know how much it scares you that they're not willing to be held accountable, that they're not really ready to change. And most most people struggling, they need to be told that by the people that they that they maybe have assumed would never say it. Mm-hmm. Those moments have, I've, have become moments for people in here where they've, I've said, why did you change? And they've said, it's because so-and-so who I never thought, you know, my, my sweet grandma yeah. who would never hurt a fly looked at me and said, you are, your, your life is disappointing mm-hmm. in, in many ways. And it's not a shaming thing, but it's, and it's so hurtful for me to watch you not be honest. Yeah, And so, I've I've heard people say those things to me before. It's like that changed me.
1: So then, if so then if it's me who's the one who wants to help, and you said hearing not helping, what advice do you have for me to just be? How do you just hear someone and listen to them when they come to you and say, "I relapsed, I looked okay. at pornography, sure, I smoked a joint, whatever"? I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, um, without feeling, because I think again, it, then it especially if you're someone who. Like you you talked about the trauma thing, that if if you feel like you've been affected by it, if you're married, for Mm -hmm. example, and your husband comes to you and says, hey, you know, I need help. I looked at pornography again. I need you to hold me accountable, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. Then how do you be there and not feel like the victim and not be angry about it? Does Uh, that make sense?
0: uh, (laughs) Yeah, it makes (laughs) sense. But So
1: how do you hear them? Cause you, I guess you kind of have to separate that then, right? You've got to not be the victim Mm -hmm. and you've got to be able to take that in and, and listen to it without putting yourself in like that. Well, you're just hurting me. You're doing it and it's hurting me. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense?
0: Um, that, can
1: can you be both? I was going to (laughs) say
0: that usually takes some, some time, Mm -hmm. you know, especially it's going to take some sorting out mentally where you're at. Um, you're going to be hurt and you're going to be angry because you care. Mm-hmm. So you can't, con- you can't, if you choose to stop caring, yeah. then that's dangerous. Yeah. And so you can still be hurt but you, and, and angry, but you have to still make this the decision of what am I willing to, what am I willing to hear right now? What am I willing to do, I guess? Yeah. I don't know. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, and maybe, i'm I'm just thinking you know if i was in the situation maybe saying i'm not in a place right now to hear that or exactly let me be in a better place so i can hear that do you Mm -hmm. know what i mean because i think and i think that's where prefacing the conversation like hey i need to talk to you about something if you're uh, you know the one that's confessing your addiction or whatever that preparing someone because i think that would be hard to say but as my you know if i'm the one in that position as the helper the mentor then saying hey Right this second isn't the best time. Let's schedule it for X, whatever. Yeah. You know?
0: So okay. Tonight let's, at four, five o'clock. I don't know. And I love that. I think that's. I awesome. don't know if that's. Because let's separate for. Let's separate this quickly. Of if you're so if, if we're really we really are talking to the people right now who are willing to be in the trenches. Yes. So let's just kind of say if you're not if you're not willing you're to not be willing. in the trenches okay. at this point, there's no shame in that. Yeah. That would. It's very likely they'll get. See if you can't get some help. Yeah, not so that you can just jump into them, but at least know why what's yeah. going on for you. So if you're if you're willing to be in the trenches, I think listening to our first podcast now should enable you mm-hmm. to be able to have really good questions. Of let's so say the husband comes and says this happened, then you can, now you have some really good questions of instead of like well why'd you do it, <laughs> it would be more. Well what's what's been your goal lately?
1: Uh-huh. And talking about their motive.
0: What's been your motive lately? Mm-hmm. What's have you lost track of your motive? Mhm. And listening for hesitation and listening for like answers that don't really answer the question. Mm-hmm. I will give that advice is important because dishonesty or minimizing is a common it's just oh, okay. it's just there because mm-hmm. we're just they just don't want to say it. So if you said So if you hear something that feels like they're minimizing, I give you permission to say, it kind of seems like you're minimizing it. Like, are you holding something back? Yeah. And again, this is because you're willing to be in the trenches that you would ask this. Mm -hmm. And it's not for the sake for you to pin him. It's for the sake of empathy and for him to get honest. Yeah. Because he needs to get honest.
1: To give him that. Almost like, I give you permission to open up.
0: Yep and mm-hmm. it doesn't need, it doesn't mean he's just honest about this is exactly the website i went to this is the other <laughs> it, it's more about this is the honesty of like i i haven't you know i haven't i haven't prayed in 6 weeks yeah. i haven't done anything with with god i mm-hmm. my honesty like i haven't had a goal about anything i've been super depressed as as how i've been as a dad mm-hmm. that's what we mean by questions like we're, we're we're almost we're focusing on them as a person yeah and not just focusing on the problem that makes sense right because the problem is more a manifestation of something going on in that person mm-hmm. that they are they're using the problem to to soothe yeah and so in other okay. words it's like avoidance the addiction is this thing they avoid with so we need to we need to be able to see what they're avoiding yeah um and but that's then, that's helpful but then they give answers mm-hmm. and the greatest question then is and what are you going to do about it okay What's your plan? Instead of, well, what if you did this?
1: Yeah. Okay. Now you're going to get, now you get. So that's where the hearing comes in and -hmm. not the helping. Exactly. Okay.
0: You make, you start making suggestions a lot and they're like, okay, now what's happening is their motive is to please you, Mm -hmm. which is dangerous because you're not perfect. Yeah. And if you tick them off one day, now their motive just hit the floor. Yeah. Number two, they, they're not doing it on their own. And the neat part is, is when you when you're able to say, well, what are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. That's handing them their problem right back into their lap, mm-hmm. and hearing Making what they're them going take to responsibility. say. Mm-hmm. And then the, and then you won't get disappointed when they don't follow in on what you said. Yeah, that's true. And then you're frustrated with them. You don't even listen to me. Mm-hmm. And then it gets all relationship problem now, big mm-hmm. time stuff. So giving those that any question to give back is crucial. Gotcha. Which is a lot of. I what, think that's really helpful.
2: Okay. What do you do about it? What's, I love your, it? what's
0: your plan? What's your focus? What's your, mm-hmm. you know, what you learn from this? It's you're you're like in an interviewer, just like you're doing with me a bit. You're not giving all these tips and suggestions that you will ultimately just honestly begin hating them for.
1: Yeah, yeah, which makes sense because then once you give someone that suggestion, you want to see them take it and mm-hmm. live it. So this is another random question then, and, and maybe I don't know if you will have an answer for this, but. So if, as the mentor, someone comes to you and it's substance abuse and they say, I'm going to be in this situation where there's alcohol, Mm -hmm. drug, whatever, you know, how do you then as a mentor help them, you know, do you say, well, don't go? I mean, how do you, how do you do that?
0: Uh, You could probably answer it if, you know, in what I just said is instead of ask them a question, Mm -hmm. why are you going? And then they're like. What would they say? What could they say?
1: Well, I think a lot of it would be then like, well, this is a big thing and I'm afraid to miss out on it.
0: And then you can validate. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. And do you think you, and do you, and do you think you actually have the, the, the trust in yourself to go and do that? And if they're like, yeah, put yourself in that situation. Mm -hmm. If they're like, yeah, I do. I would look at them and say, you're lying to yourself. (laughs) And that's when you have, that's when you have the right to, and that's when you have to love, but then there are times to throw down. Mm Mm-hmm. And just saying, you're lying to yourself. Yeah. And you're going to have consequences. You're justifying this. Mm -hmm. Call it for what your gut is telling you Mm -hmm. is going on, but not straight away. Listen for a moment and see if they will, if you can ask the right, if you can ask questions that would maybe, and if they, they would help them to say the things that you already know are true. Yeah. And if they say those things, like, you know what? I don't think I, no, you know what? I shouldn't. I don't trust myself. I, I, and not only that, it's not even about trust. You know, Mom, I it's just I need to change my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And so, no, I'm not going to go. Wow. Well, yeah, so now they just said exactly what you were going to lecture them about.
1: And that's what made me think of kids. So if you have teenagers dealing with addictions, which is huge, mm-hmm. and pornography and all of that, then how as a parent do you... Because I would imagine if it's your teenager... You know, I'm I'm just thinking if it's, if it's an adult, I think that's easier to have other mentors where maybe you're not the one, Mm -hmm. but if it's a teenager, if it's your child, I think you take that role on whether you want to or not. Yep.
0: And you have to be willing to hurt them. Uh Uh-huh. There's, and it's no, I, there's no greater pain. Hmm. You have to, you have to be willing to hurt them. And that doesn't mean like obviously punch them. (laughs) It means, it means they're going to make you try to feel so guilty and like you're the worst parent in the world Mm -hmm. and you have to, you have to trust that you know what you're doing and and that you're trusting your principles that say, no, these are the boundaries of our home. Yeah. And if he wants to make your love conditional or she wants to make your love feel like you don't, you know, you don't love me. Mm -hmm. Don't defend, don't defend, never defend something that you already know is true. Yeah. In that way. Like if you already know you love them and they tell you that they, that you don't, you don't have to defend that. Yeah. You can yeah. I can see yeah, you probably don't think I do love you. Yeah. But it's it's not happening.
1: So you have to ask the right questions that prompts them to come to terms with themselves.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, we do. Okay. Um, same I mean if you're if you're a teenager's struggling with substance, we gotta jump on that quick. Yeah. Because it's more likely at that point obviously to become a full blown mm-hmm. addiction. But but most of the time most of the time, happy kids don't, happy kids don't abuse drugs much. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Do they use them recreationally? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. It, like, it's, it's curiosity. But most of the time, happy kids aren't abusing. Out oh,
1: looking for it. Yeah. And so,
0: and so most parents focus on the problem and far too, far too little on what's going on with their kid emotionally. Mm-hmm. And- so then it creates this power struggle of stopping the behavior, which does need to be stopped and intervened with, but yeah. it gets, it often trumps like what's going on with my kid. Yeah. And a and lot of the most of time. Causing
1: them to go to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And most of the time, parents are very scared to open up about the the things that, in, that are going on in their own life. Yeah. That they know are actually inducing a lot of stress in their kid. Yeah. That they haven't, they're not willing to account for.
1: Yeah. Makes sense. So... Well, I think that's all my questions. I think that's, you know, if you can think of anything else. But I think we've kind of given a really good overview.
0: Oh yeah, that's a ton of. of I'm sure that a lot to, of people are listening, like overwhelmed. Uh huh. And I didn't mean to. We don't mean to overwhelm you. Um, I think it's more of throwing a few darts at the same time at the board, mm. just for certain people to say, I don't, I didn't need that advice. Or I didn't need that, yeah. but I wanted that one. But honestly, I would say the controlling message for me though is. Being someone who, who can be told the hardest of things Mm -hmm. and more, I've seen more marriages make it more, more just problems resolve because of that very principle that the person finally became secure enough to hear the hell that needs to be spoken Mm -hmm. rather than making the other person try to sort the hell out while being in hell and not knowing what the hell's going on, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and it, it just, we need to get to be able to talk. And, and so if you can be that, and if you have, and if I know I didn't lay out like step one, step two, step three, of how to become that, and maybe we should at some point, or maybe just come in for therapy. And I was going to say, I feel it. like that's
1: like a come yeah. in for therapy and, and mm-hmm. learn those things. Or do
0: group therapy. We've been talking about that, starting some group therapy for this, which would be awesome. Um, but uh, if I did say the the first step is, is the, what we said, the human, mm-hmm. so we don't need to repeat it, but see, trying to see them as human again and doing the work that that takes to get there. So. Okay. Yep. I love it. Okay. It's
1: good stuff. That wraps up our addiction series.
0: It's crazy. I'm sure we'll do more, but this is... Yeah, it's been good. We'd uh, love to
1: hear what you guys think. If you want to jump on and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts.